Previously on Funny Science Fiction. You know, and uh, when you come in a ring, bring a gun with you because you're going to need. <laughs> he said, two steaks, please. We were having dinner. Two steaks, please. <laughs> he, was a, he was just a great guy. Hello, and welcome to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. This is the podcast where the Mandalorian earns extra money by killing our jokes. So our guest today is the awesome Lacey Jiller. Welcome to the show, Lacey. Hi, how's it going? Awesome. We're so glad to have you here. Now, I, for one, am excited to have you on our show because uh, you're the co-host of a couple other podcasts that I like to follow. So <laughs> That's excellent. I'm glad you're listening. That's cool. Yeah. So I, I listen to the Resistance podcast, uh, the Resistance broadcast. Let's say that properly. The Resistance broadcast and the Mando mm-hmm. fan show. Mm-hmm. So I also follow you on Twitter and we have had some fun and conversations with you and talking about things. So guys, if you're not catching on already, she's kind of a mega Star Wars fan. <laughs> That's Just a right. Bit. Just a That's bit. right. I have found my people. There you go. Yes. All right. So, so Lacey, let's do some chatting. And then at the end, we're going to have a uh, fun, but yet challenging Star Wars trivia game. There might even be some prizes attached. Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> so now I have to ask, because the first thing I saw when I looked you up and started researching was your tagline, the girl that always tries to work Star Wars into the conversation. And of course, my <laughs> mind went all kinds of weird places. Now, what is the most awkward conversation that you can talk about that you've managed to work Star Wars into? Like, you know, is it a funeral or, or, or something? You know? A funeral. I mean, there's there's a time and place to talk Star Wars. It's right? more like, no matter where the conversation is, whether I'm at work or wherever, uh, it always I, devolves back to Star Wars. I wouldn't right? say like, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, so-and-so passed. By the way, have you seen the latest episode of Mandalorian? I think the probably funniest, I would say awkward thing was I was my husband's sister's maid of honor. So my sister-in-law's maid of honor last year. So I had to give a speech at her wedding. Um, And so, you know, I started the speech off with, hey, I'm Lacey, you probably know me because I'm married to Matt, but also I'm like a huge Star Wars fan. And then I wrote a couple sentences in being like, you know, I I don't think we should underestimate how the saga is coming to an end because this was on December 13th. I was like, in like three days, the saga comes to an end. And like, this is the culmination of 42 years. And everyone (laughs) in the room was like, and like even uh, someone at, I remember the table next to me, I just heard went, oh no. (laughs) And like, that's when I knew I was like, okay, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. (laughs) But Oh, that's funny. (laughs) I would say that's probably like the weirdest one that I've had someone like kind of (laughs) cringe. But it It sounds enjoyable. (laughs) Wonderful. So now here's a question that came up on our Facebook group. And I wondered what your answer might be to it. And so I put this in the Star Wars setting. Uh, now you've been kidnapped. You're being held in a Genosian containment field. <laughs> there might be torture involved. But we won't get into that. <laughs> now, Uh-oh. who do you hope comes to rescue you? What and from which movie show? So it depends. You- if there's a plan, then Luke Skywalker slash Obi Wan Kenobi because they're very good with plans. Okay. <laughs> If there's no plan and it's just like we're doing this, then Han Solo because he's always the <laughs> yeah. so It depends on that situation. All right, now which Han Solo, the young one or the older one? Hey, 
Hey, hey, hey, no, no, don't, don't dismerge it. Come on. <laughs> I would say, well, okay. I would say young Han Solo, either Alden or Harrison, because older is kind of just like, probably grumpy and he'd just be like oh this is too much this is ah, too much work too much trouble i'll just, she's just stay in the yeah a little torture probably improve her character right it's not gonna hurt yeah <laughs> yeah oh i love Lacey that you're sitting in front of your your cool i know it's not a backdrop your collection i think that's really <laughs> really cool um i didn't i was wondering if you have any star wars barbies or the lego sets and can Lego we see sets. more of your collection? Anything you want to show off? So I have like a little mini Lego kind of kit that someone gave me that they put together because I'm not talented whatsoever You're when not- it comes to Lego. <laughs> so I'm not the person for that. Barbie doll wise, I have all the Forces of Destiny uh, dolls that came from that line with Jen Erso and the two Rays and the Leias and stuff like wow. that. Yeah. Awesome. I-, I have stuff from all different sections of the collection world. Yeah. <laughs> they have some neat Lego sets too. They have the whole they do. Uh, cantina. Yeah. Yes. That's so, the one that's yeah. like 3,187 pieces. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Are we able to see oh, any more of your collection? Do you have a favorite piece back then? Um, so it's kind of just like all over the place. It goes all the way up. Oh, all- wow. That's yeah. really cool. So um, my favorite piece is probably my, I have a Last Jedi poster that I got from Celebration 2017 that I ran into Mark Hamill in the airport and he signed it. Oh, awesome. awesome. So I would say that's my favorite piece or go. my sign. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Your signed what? Finn figure. I have a John oh. Boyega signed figure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I, yeah, instantly had a moment of fanboying as soon as you said you got Hamill to sign it. I'm like, oh. Uh, I had a moment of fangirling. So I. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I've, I worked for Star Wars Celebration for a couple of years and then my career took me elsewhere. But um, when I got to go to Celebration in 2017, I went as a fan. Um, not that I wasn't a fan before, but like just as a fan, I wasn't working. Sure. And I was in the airport and I had Ray hair in and a Lucasfilm sweatshirt on and like was all Star Wars out going home. And the, um, the person from TSA comes up and she leans over. She goes, so do you like Star Wars? And I was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Uh, and she was just like, okay, well, don't look over there. Uh, that guy that's like the main guy, like Luke is, is over there. Awesome. And I, and I look up and then the lane over is Mark Hamill, like going through security, which is always funny seeing celebrities go through normal right. things like the rest of us. So I look at her and I'm like, you mean Mark Hamill? And she goes, yeah, whatever. Just don't say anything. And like walked away. So uh, naturally from my experiences of working at Celebration, you have this moment of like, oh, I don't want to bother him. Like he's just living his life. There's a time and place and this isn't it. So in my frazzled, high elevated, started sweating state, I got on (laughs) the, there's like trams in the Orlando airport. So I got on the wrong one. Oh, realized it came back and when i came out it was fate he was sitting there and he was signing autographs for people oh, nice. and i was holding my poster because i didn't want it bent so i was this crazy person that carried it on the right? plane <laughs> uh so i was holding it and i was like okay i have literally five seconds to decide what i'm doing here and i was like you know what i'm going for it so i he's about to get up from the bench he's on and i'm like hey, excuse me i'm so sorry to bother you do you mind signing this and he like <laughs> looks up at me and i have the ray buns in and everything and he just oh. smiles and he goes sure Oh, that's awesome. Sure, of course I will. And then he goes, do you have a pen? And then I went, oh. 
And then he like reaches over to this little kid and takes his Sharpie and he goes, so who should I make it out to? And I'm like, Lacey, you could put whatever you want on it. I don't really care. Just to, like, really freak out. the security guy's laughing at me. And then he's just like, okay, Lacey, no problem. Uh, and so he signs it, he gets up. He's so gracious. So nice. So, so nice. That's awesome. And I get up and I, and I walk away and I'm holding it like this. Cause I don't want to smudge. Right, right, right. right. Awesome. <laughs> so yeah. I'm sweating and I'm shaking and I'm holding this poster like this is my life and there's two like security people stand there and I'm like hi um I'm looking for gate seven I don't know if you know but I just met Luke Skywalker it's ah, 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 ah. and the security people are looking at me like all right and they just kind of do one of these and I look over and there's a big sign that's like gate seven and I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. funny. oh that happened <laughs> So, so Lacey, I noticed your Facebook page. I really enjoyed a few things on there. I enjoyed seeing Kermit the Frog. Oh. Because <laughs> I love Muppets. We, we talk about the Muppet Star Wars crossover. Connection. <laughs> the connection, that, the, the love connection, the, the rainbow, rainbow connection. connection that, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kermit has. Saw you hugging a Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> like at a movie or something. I also noticed you opening a very cool black box. Yes. And when you opened it, it had the Mandalorian cereal in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so uh, me hugging Chewie was from the uh, world premiere of The Rise of Skywalker last year in Hollywood. Right. I got to go, which was really, really cool. It's cool. like one of those things that you wish you could tell six-year-old seven-year-old Lacey like just wait right? <laughs> um the black box it's so funny the black box what's in it yeah it's um it was a gift from General Mills with a really cool like mirror with a wanted poster yeah, it on beautiful. it and you open it up it's really cool that was nice. beautiful so did you eat the cereal <laughs> So I haven't had that box, but I did buy several other okay. boxes that I have had. That's right. I enjoyed it. I know some people had their thoughts, but I really liked it. Mine has a number 11 on it. Well, they, so I think they, they all have that, to be honest, because mine has the there? same thing. Or yeah, mine has the ones? same. Because I know Star Wars has different cereals and it has Darth Vader and C-3PO and different things on. Oh, yeah. No, mine's is 11. Bunch yeah. Of, bunch of cereal things. So I was wondering what the 11 <laughs> stood for. Well, you might have the inside scoop. Do you have a different number on yours? <laughs> no, I think mine's also 11. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was kind of cool. I thought, hey, maybe they're making a bunch more. I thought you didn't. Hopefully. I thought you collected maybe more of the boxes or something. Or... No, I'm not really a big uh, cereal food collector, but um, I mean, that alone I will collect because it's just so random and like yeah. one of the yeah, cool things. Cool. So yeah, that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Nick bought that yesterday. I'm like, hey, I can put that in the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's not too bad. So Lacey, I have made no secret of it that I'm a huge Harrison Ford fan. You don't now, say. <laughs> in, in fact, one of my sons, his middle name is Harrison. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, he's he, not sure yet, but I thought it was. Um <laughs> Now, in talking with another guest that we had on the show, we talked about the movie Solo and the initial reaction that many of the fans had with it, which included my reaction, I was a little sour about the film. Sure. Um, although, I have to admit, I am coming around to it. I've, been, I've watched it a little more. I watched it through a different perspective, and I have, that helped me to enjoy it. Uh, I looked at it as more of a heist film, uh, as it was suggested, and I thought, you know what, that actually makes more sense now. 
But now you and your co-host have openly campaigned for a solo too. So what's the draw to you for solo and why does it deserve a sequel? So, uh, yeah, that all started, we saw solo on opening night, um, and really, really enjoyed it. Um, I wasn't someone that left it being like, Oh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I understand that fans have, uh, a view of Harrison Ford as Han Solo, like literally one of the most iconic cinematic movie characters. And I totally get that. Mm -hmm. I think it's because I went in with the expectation of knowing, hey, it's not going to be Harrison and he's not going to be doing an impression of Harrison that I was able to kind of step outside of that. But I understand why people have such a strong connection to Han Solo and why Alden isn't that for them. That being said, I think, you know, Solo kind of got a bad rap. It came off of several months after The Last Jedi, which was very divisive and people had their own opinions on whether they liked that or not. Um, that that might be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> which is fine. Everyone is open to their opinion and that's kind oh, of what, absolutely. Yeah. what makes fandom so awesome is because everybody thinks differently. If we all thought sure. the same, it wouldn't be very fun. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the marketing was terrible for it. All they really did was Denny's. Like they didn't do any marketing for this movie and I don't know what happened, which I'm assuming is part of the problem because they had to basically reproduce the whole film twice. Yeah. Uh, and then it came off of two crazy weekends. It had a uh, end game and then it followed Deadpool two. So yeah. any fan like myself, who's a fan of everything, like, yeah, you're going to see everything, but if you're picking and choosing movies, you're going to go see Avengers over solo. That's just right how it's gonna go right. so the what happened was we saw it we really really loved it september rolls around where the dvd was coming out uh and john hoey one of our our co-hosts was saying how much he loved it and we agreed mm -hmm. and he said you know what? why don't we make a t-shirt that says make soul to happen because it was kind of this tongue-in-cheek thing where he was like it's probably not going to happen but we really love it so why don't we do it um sure. and so that's where make soul to happen and then following year after celebration at celebration, we all wore t-shirts on the same day and tweeted a picture out and we're like, Hey, we want to make solo two happen. We'd love to meet anybody that wants to do it. And John Kasdan, who's one of the writers of the film, Lawrence Kasdan's son was like, Hey, make sure you go find these people. Like the producers there at celebration, like love your shirts all about it. Right. So then come May of 2018 uh we were kind of deciding like hey what should we do what, what's kind of going on i was like you know why don't we make a day of it like where we just talk about how much we love solo so we thought that it was going to be us and like 20 people talking about this movie based on your own reaction where <laughs> right. you're like i don't know how i feel about it so we thought we were sure. it was gonna be us and 10 people being like hey we like solo like over in the back of the room and uh we woke up that day i'm on the east coast in the u.s uh and we woke up at 8 a.m. that day to 8,000 tweets. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. about Make Solo 2 Happen. And then we found out it was trending and it got the attention of Ron Howard and John Kasdan and all these people at Lucasfilm. And we were like, hey, there's something here. Yeah. And I think it's one of those films that's really grown on people. Like you said, I think yeah. they kind of had their own feelings from The Last Jedi and whatnot. And it, they kind of got brought over to Solo. But if you look at Solo for what it is, uh, and the characters that were introduced and the storyline, it's just the start of a story. And there's right. so much to come. And I think that's why, you know, rumor has it that it was originally supposed to be a series of two or three films. Yeah, so I there's so too. much more to see. I personally really want a job of puppet, like bring <laughs> back the puppet. That's what I want. And that's where he was going. So it's one of those <laughs> things like, why wouldn't you do it? It's so yeah. there. Um, and with, 
you know, the introduced introduction of the Mandalorian and Disney plus series, it makes sense that it could be a really cool Disney plus series, which we've been seeing for a while. And you could bring in Kira and Infus Nest. Uh, We call her Infus best because she's like the best character, but um, yeah, no, there's just so much there that you can do. And I think that's why we really, we really want to see it. And despite what your thoughts are on the sequel trilogy or the saga trilogy, the prequels, whatever, you can appreciate Solo just for what it is. And I think that's why people have grown to love it. That's cool. Oh, that's a great answer. Uh, now, as a side point, one of the one of the Make Solo 2 Happen posts that you guys have put out there, yeah. I had commented, uh, the thing that I want to see most out of this now, um, and part of the reason I struggled in the beginning, so I'll go with that first. The part mm-hmm. of the reason why I struggled in the beginning is that because of the uh, affinity for Harrison Ford, Yes, I had a hard time buying Alden as Han Solo because I've never seen Han Solo be that cheery, happy-go-lucky, positive. Uh, and to me, it was like the 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 Boy Scouts version of Han Solo. He's uh, like, "We're gonna make it happen, yay!" But everyone's got to start somewhere before they get jaded. Yeah, I get that. I get that now. But I walked into the movie thinking, you know, especially what. Okay, so here's one of the little things that bugged me. In the movie, he says, uh, you know, there's the there's the infamous lines, but in every Star Wars movie, I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> yeah. right? And he sits there when they're getting ready to go on the Kessel Run. He goes, I got a really good feeling about this. In the middle of the movie there, I'm like, no, no. <laughs> so yeah, I'm one of those guys that yells at the, at the screen. It's just my thing. Yeah, but it's definitely one of those things that Alden has said, hey, the interesting thing is from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie, you see that where he is at the end of the movie is the Han Solo that you know. He's that jaded guy that's been betrayed by like four people in the span of three hours. Right. It, but, it definitely, there's definitely yeah. a definite trek there, um, a trajectory of his character. And that's what took me a little while to come around to. Um, but now here's what I want to see in Solo too, or a Solo Mm-hmm. Uh, TV show, yeah, because we see what's happened with the Mandalorian and the awesomeness that Filoni and, and Favreau mm-hmm. have have put out with that. You know, tying people into Star Wars lore into previous shows and tying the something common with the something uncommon. And mm-hmm. I think that's been awesome that they've been able to do that. Um, I want to see what happens after Kira goes to see Darth Maul. I want to yes. see what happens with the crime syndicates. I want to see, you know, with Infus Nest and all this and how this all ties together and because. I, again, in the one thing about that movie that I saw when I was at the theater, they brought Darth Maul back, robot legs and all. And I'm like, (laughs) yes, Darth Maul. (laughs) And Sam Witwer, yeah. Yes, exactly. Sam, oh man, he's awesome. So, but yeah, so that's where I was at with that. Well, that's where they were going is, you know, the first... The first Make Solo 2 Happen Day, because unfortunately now there's been two because they haven't done it yet. But the first one that we did in 2018, John Kasdan tweeted out three symbols and said, hey, the crime syndicate war is just beginning. Like there are stories to be told. So they have that underworld (laughs) crime syndicate storyline to tell. So I'd love to see it in a series. Yeah, no, I think Ron Howard did what he could with what he had in the first movie. And I think he he did, a, you know, looking back at it now, I think he's done a very good job with it. Yeah, It took yeah. me a while to get there, though, to get past the fact that Alden is not Harrison Ford and that he wasn't what I what I saw through my own little rose-colored glasses. So it took <laughs> me a little bit, but I got, but I got there. Just remember so, that they saw over 3,000 people. He was the first person they saw. They saw 3,000 people. He's the last person they saw, and that's who they chose. 
I'll go with that. Okay. <laughs> and physically, I, I, I bought him as a young Han. So, yeah. you know, yeah, he was, he had enough characteristics that, that I could, that I could identify with. You can see, you can see the jump between the two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So this question comes from our funny science fiction Facebook group members, John and Kathleen Wass. They ask, you're hired to do a bounty and there's a Camtano <laughs> waiting for you. Now, for those who are listening who don't understand what a Camtano is, uh, now, if you look, think about the Mandalorian, when Grief Cargo offers Mando, the ice cream maker of Beskar, if he retrieves the child, that's what the Camtano is. So they want to know, Lacey, what awaits you in your Camtano? Um, probably Baby Yoda toys, which is now Grogu, you know, Grogu toys. Uh Yorkshire tea. I drink it nonstop. And okay. um craft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> right. <laughs> so Yorkshire and, and my cell phone, probably. That's go. the other important thing. <laughs> <laughs> she's yep. she's available for for sponsorships, craft. Yeah. Just letting you know. Exactly. Are you listening? So all right. So now if you see what Lacey posts on social media and by her last answer it's pretty obvious that she loves the Mandalorian. I do. I, I would say obsessed, but that just sounds all judgy. Yeah, don't <laughs> you can say it's okay. Probably okay. an understatement. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. I'm a little obsessed myself right now. Yeah. Um, I have been absolutely floored by what they've done uh, this season. I was, I loved it last season. I'm even more impressed with it this season. Now, with that in mind, what's one prediction that you have for season two of The Mandalorian? Keeping in mind for our listeners that we have just seen uh, chapter 13, The Jedi, the live action reveal of Ahsoka Tano. And so cool. So cool. The, and the talk of, of Thrawn. So cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so what do you think that viewers should be looking out for? If So I think... The big point that's giving me anxiety is the upcoming, you know, conversation slash fight between Moff Gideon and the Mandalorian. I think that staff that he got of Beskar is so that he can fight the Darksaber because otherwise he wouldn't have anything that would kind of evenly set him against Moff Gideon. Um, I think, sadly, we're going to end this season with Moff Gideon having baby Grogu. I think he's going to get him. And then that's going to set it up to season three of he's got to get him back. That'll be the cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, I just hope based on the information we learned from chapter, what are we on now? 16, 13, 12. So chapter 12, uh, he doesn't do terrible things like drain his blood and stuff, which we right. Well, yeah, because we doing. what was at the end of chapter 11, they ended with Moff Gideon standing there with what looked to be dark troopers. A, yep. Yeah. A whole row of dark troopers that were supposedly uh, with uh, midichlorian blood running through them. So, yeah. So John Carlo Esposito did a recent interview with EW where he, he let it slip that they are dark troopers. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. I had to replay that, I, that scene like two or three times. And yes. Cause they kind of sneakily hide it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, and that was kind of, yeah. so I'm over there like with my remote one, slow, 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 slow. <laughs> and uh, cause at first I saw him and I'm like, Oh my God, is that a whole roll of Darth Vader's please, please. I've been a good boy, uh, <laughs> but no, it, it was, it was not to be had, but it, dark troopers would be really cool too, though. So it would be, it's scary though. Yeah. So, no, I think, I think that's a good prediction. I think that that's, uh, 
something very realistic as to what could happen. I'm still interested to see what's going to happen with Boba slash possibly Rex, but I'm leaning to the fact that it's more like likely Boba. But, right, right. They kind of so. just let you see him and then they were like, yeah. he doesn't matter. He's over here. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, okay, but what about they're like, don't, you didn't, don't worry about it. Didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a thing. It's happening. You know, here's his armor. Tease, tease, tease. So, yeah. yeah. Very good. Cool beans. Well, great. Well, guess what time it is? It's trivia time. Oh, jeez. our guest to a little trivia contest. And, uh, the theme this week is Star Wars actors in other roles. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing too easy here. So, but now uh, there are mo- it's multiple choice, so we we do give you a little little help there. Nice. Now, if you get if you get three correct, we'll send you one of our red shirt widows and orphans mug. Oh, how nice! Isn't that nice? If you get all five correct, I'm going to go ahead and send you my book autographed. Oh, that's a cool prize. Yeah. Those who boldly go to clean up after those that boldly just went. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there is a fail mode. And if you hit failure, which is less than three right, uh, (laughs) we're going to make a meme out of your head. Oh, no. (laughs) Okay. But only if you agree. Meme and feature you on our on our uh, Facebook. (laughs) So do you agree to those terms? Up for the challenge? Sure, why not? Uh, (laughs) All right. I got nothing to lose. Right. There you go. (laughs) This is a hard one. So, you know, you'd be surprised how many people actually respond with that. Uh, You know, most people are like, "Oh, you can put me on a meme. I win." Okay. (laughs) So, all right. So here's our first question. Sir Alec Guinness was nominated for an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor for his role as Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars, of course, in 1977, but he didn't win. However, he had already won an Oscar as Best Actor in 1957, but for which role? Was it Professor Marcus in The Lady Killers, Prince Faisal in Lawrence of Arabia, or Colonel Nicholson in The Bridge on the River Kwai? the bridge one. Oh, good i didn't even have to whistle for you got it we were gonna whistle the tune i was gonna whistle the tune just uh... whistle the tune anyway <laughs> all right wow. so you got the first one that was these are tough that was one of the hard that ones so. all right now anakin the skywalker's actor hayden christensen ironically got his big break in which fox family network tv series about a progressive school for teens at risk was the name of the show one higher ground two what i like about you or three shattered glass the first one higher ground higher. yeah do you yeah. get the irony do you see the irony of this whole thing? <laughs> i just know because shattered glass is his movie so it's not right. that one and then yeah. what i like about you i think is a song yeah <laughs> i know that's it, it was another it. obscure show from the time yeah. I like so all right well done this lesson might have saved his life if he'd actually listened. That's great. Right? Mm, That's cool, right? The high ground. <laughs> we were worried this might be too difficult of a, you're doing, a quiz, you're, but you're, you're doing great. You're doing great. So you got two of them, right? So David Prowse, who recently just passed away, played Darth Vader, as we all know. In addition, he played in a number of other movies and TV shows. However, he also had a part in what major motion picture from 1971? Was it one? 
Escape from the Planet of the Apes, two, A Clockwork Orange, or three, The Andromeda Strain. Oh, geez. I'm going to go with the first one. Planet of the Apes? Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> he actually appeared in A Clockwork, Clockwork Orange. Orange. It was Julian. You know what? <laughs> I was thinking it was that one. I'm thinking I couldn't imagine like picture him in the movie, but I'm like, okay, what are the years of these movies and when? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was ready to give you a hint there. And he actually his face and everything. He was yeah in the in the show. He wasn't nice in a suit or anything. So it was kind of neat. All right, now the man whose name I can last name I can ever pronounce also played Han Solo in the movie Solo. Alden Ehrenreich. There you go. Now, he also played the role of Ethan Watt in what 2013 American romantic gothic fantasy film? Was it The Host? Beautiful Creatures. And done. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. That's tough. I only know that because I've seen it. And I remember when Uh he cast this solo, I was like, I've seen him before. And then I was like, oh, wait, he has a Southern accent in the thing. Then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got three right so far. So yeah. Yay. I don't have to be a failure. No, there you go. <laughs> and you've not failed yet. We still All got right. room to get for the book, go for the book. All right. Now, here we go. 1973, Harrison Ford also appeared driving a hot rod in another George Lucas film as the character Bob Falfa. Not Baba Falta, Falta, Bob Falta. <laughs> the film also starred Ron Howard. Or American Graffiti. Yep, you got it. <laughs> she you know it. Give us a chance to read the clues. Was it Happy Days, Love American Style, or American Graffiti? And you got it. Okay. She's so, like clues. I don't need no stinking clues. <laughs> since you got four right, we'll give you a bonus question. Got a bonus question. To see if we can get you can that get you qualified. <laughs> All right, Samuel L. Jackson. AKA Mace Windu, also played FBI agent Neville Flynn in what 2006 movie set on an airplane? Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. I saw that in the movie theater and I regret it so much. <laughs> I know, right? I'm like, I don't even want to see that movie. Well, it's been on TNT, I think, at least a half dozen times, and I have successfully avoided it each time. Every time. So. Yeah. Jeez. Well, you've won not only the cup, but also an autographed copy of my book. Yay! All right, well done, that Lacey. Well done. You did you, great. You See, and I thought that was going to be hard, and you only <laughs> Very you, were, you were on the right track with that. I have a lot of useless information in my brain. Yeah. You did great. And it paid off. And it paid off. <laughs> it's not useless anymore. It's only useless if it can't come to use at some point in your there life. You go. So. That's why we have these trivia contests. <laughs> can make use of some of this trivia we have floating around in our brain <laughs> that was great i'm glad you got that that was awesome all right Lacey, we thank you so much for being on our show today uh what well, we want to make sure that people can find you and, and your other podcasts and things that you've got going on so where is the best place for people to look for information about Lacey Gillen? So people can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. And then you can find me Monday and Thursdays on the Resistance broadcast, uh, my Star Wars podcast for StarWarsNewsNet.com. Um, that's at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N um, on Twitter. And then on Fridays, as long as the season goes, we're doing the Mando Fan Show. 
Nice. All right, cool. Well, we'll make sure we'll put all that information in the description when we post this awesome. episode. So Thank that way you. everybody can find all your work. <laughs> Great. Yep. Subscribing is the single most important thing you can do to ensure that we get more amazing guests like Lacey and funny moments you can listen to. Please subscribe. Please check out Lacey's work as well. And always feel free to contact us where it all began on our, our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. Now, remember, if you're not happy with our show's content, all you have to do is let us know. We'll be happy to pelt the offending member with homemade tribbles for 15 minutes per complaint. <laughs> Happily. 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 Now, our ending quote this week comes from Arthur C. Clarke. Science fiction is something that could happen, but usually you wouldn't want it to. Fantasy is something that couldn't happen, but you often wish that it could. So thanks again, Lacey. You've been a wonderful Lacey. guest. We've had a blast. Thank you so much. Of course. Much. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I really so nice glad to meet you. you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. By the way, it would be illogical if we failed to mention our charity, the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, because as we all know, in episode 27, just seven minutes and 43 seconds into the show, a red-shirted Starship crew member will most likely not survive the Spider-Barkley syndrome and begin to devolve into another creature. But thanks to the Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, the Red Shirt families won't be left destitute. <laughs> Please remember our fictional charity, Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund, is connected to a very real charity. And your purchase of Red Shirt Widows and Orphans Fund merchandise allows us to donate 100% of its profits of the sold merchandise to the awesome folks over at Wish Upon a Team. They help kids have a more comfortable stay in hospitals when their stay becomes more extended. Let's not forget to help our neighbors in this time of need. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at funny sci-fi or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Copyright 2020 by Drayton Allen. Original music by Jordan Michaels. Reference to any specific product or entity mentioned in this podcast does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation of or by funny science fiction or its sponsors. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. If you have questions about this disclaimer, please contact us via email at DraytonAllen at DraytonAllen.com.